Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be Continued at scs.georgetown.com. .edu/podcast Welcome back to another episode of Coco Caliente, a mother and daughter production where we talk about everything and nothing all at the same time. I'm Nicole and I'm Jenny. I just want to tell you that we are sitting in a car at the park. We've never podcasted on the go like this before, so if you hear noises you're going to hear noises you're gonna hear kids and cars and but we're doing what we got to do to get the podcast in on time yeah and we we knew we had to come bring beyonce to a vet appointment and we actually have my sister who lives in the town of the vet and she is taking her own playing on the playground while we get this done yep it's a lot of coordination here I wanted to test, touch back up on that color blindness, how we were talking about arrow and the color blindness. And like when we start talking about stuff like on here, sometimes I had like lots of people reach out or whatever and, you know, saying that it's not, um, you know, still that he's still young and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. when Sometimes when we talk, we'll just talk random and it'll come up just then and we haven't even like... Googled checked anything. or Googled or found, figured out anything. But right after that, I decided to check a couple things. And I never, I was like, how could you even do this? Because there's so little to be able to answer. But then I saw like some samples online of like pixelated. So if you could see the shape in the pixels and I did that right away and it was animals and he knew them all. I was like, instantly, I'm like, oh, he's obviously not colorblind because I can barely pick out the animals in the pixels and I can see color perfectly. So that was a really good test for anybody who Mm -hmm. ever thinks that because it was really easy. You know, it was like like it would be a dog inside of it and all the pixels are like the same color and you just pick the dog out. Like it was really. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it totally put that at rest. Like we were like, okay, he's not colorblind. But yeah, that just kind of came up during conversation. So yeah, we we appreciate you guys though reaching out and um, explaining some stuff and helping and you guys make us feel like we're not crazy because yeah, people, no, people no. are like, oh, yeah, I thought that about my son or I thought that about my daughter. But, yeah, we're just kind of candidly talking. Um, but, yeah, mom always goes to Google. Don't worry. Right after we get done podcasting. And and I love that you guys put share your inputs and share your stories because it helps us. And I feel I hope that we help you guys to figure out like different things that are, you know, different things we talk about and then you 
can relate and we can just all help each other. That's just good. And if my voice sounds a little weird, and that might be why I'm hearing myself weird, is two days ago I choked on a piece of chicken and I literally choked for... 10 minutes and my lungs hurt today, yesterday and today. Like even if I sneeze because I cough so hard, I was like, and nobody was with her. It I, was... I coughed till I like made myself throw up, but it was like, I just, it was really bad. <laughs> yeah. So, that... That, so I, my voice has been hoarse since then. And today my chest feels better than yesterday. But yesterday, if I even sneezed, it was like I had to put my hand right there and like hold it straight. Cause it was like hurt just from choking. Have you guys ever choked and got real scared? And I think I was scaring myself because it wasn't like it was a small enough piece of chicken because I'd already chewed. This is the weird thing. I had already chewed it. You know, it was going down. And then I looked at something and I like laughed. And I think when I laughed, I took like a gasp in and it just went in the wrong place. So it wasn't like it was like totally blocking, but it was just like laying there like in my throat. So then I had to like just keep coughing and coughing and coughing until I like actually got it out because it didn't feel like it was going down anywhere either. And then I kind of panicked because it was like going on and on and on. And finally my husband did hear me. He was all the way out in the shed and he came in and he checked on me and he's like, are you all right? I'm like, don't go nowhere. Just wait. I'm not, I'm not okay yet, but just wait. And then he did come. Yeah. I did that in Hawaii. Remember I got a piece of like lettuce or something and but it did not, like, I can still hear it in your voice. It did not affect me that bad. But it was to where I was very scared and I went in the bathroom trying to make myself throw up. I could feel it and it wasn't going anywhere. That's, like, the weirdest thing. It's like, yes, I can breathe, but it's there, you know. Yeah, and then, so, you know, sometimes if something happens like that, I can just, I have to take something sharp, like a chip or something, and, like, eat it to, like, have you, to make it go down. But I was the way it was, I was too scared to even put something else in my mouth to like actually block off. So I had to make it come up. I was like, I, I finally, you, you got it up. Yes. Yes, I did. Well, that's good. But anyway, so I feel like I sound really weird in these headphones today. Okay. Next thing I wanted to talk about is, well, oh, when this... you did get your hearing test, did you tell them that you couldn't hear anything out of your one ear? You got your hearing test. I didn't get it up. yet. At your hearing test though at the doctor's. I know it's coming up. I didn't have it yet. So what are you asking me about it? At your doctor appointment, the reason you're getting it is because she held something up to your ear and you couldn't hear anything at all on that side. She No, she literally just went like this with her fingers. Like, and you're supposed to be able to hear like the... She, she rubbed her thumb with her fingers and she, she thought you should hear some kind of rustling and I didn't hear anything. But like, that's really like hard to hear. I'll have to do that when I got my headphones off to see. And then... um. But yeah, that could be it too, mom. Once you get hearing aids, I think you're going to be like, holy crap. I know. I have a lot, a lot of built up scar tissue. She just, she can see it. She knows I can't hear because all she can see is scar tissue in my ears. So that's, that's why she knows I can't hear. And then, um, oh, summer, we're just talking about how fast summer is going by. I cannot believe it is the end of June, which means July 4th, right around the corner. And I don't know about you guys, but I love summer and I want it to slow down. Like I'm going crazy because it's already, yes, Nicole's birthday next weekend. The next weekend is the Ubbly Homecoming, which is uh, for Dave because he works for the village. It's like all week festivity, festivity and like all weekend festivity for us. And then the next weekend, it's, plus we have the farmer's market every weekend. And then we have Arrow's birthday party. 
Yeah. yeah, it is really sad. I love I okay, so I think summer is like my new favorite. I don't know if it's my new favorite, but since having a baby, it's so much fun with Arrow and I love it. Um it is flying by. I usually I feel like with my birthday being the last day in June, I'm kind of always like waiting for it and then Mariah called me yesterday. She's like, "Hey, do you still want me to come up for your birthday?" And I'm like thinking, "Yeah, we still got a month." And here it's next week. I was like, "Oh my gosh." So it's really really flying by. Um and but it's it's been really fun, I guess. So time flies when you're having fun, but it's it's sad because Arrow's gonna be so sad when he can't go outside all the time. And I'm I'm just I'm gonna be honest. I think I told you guys that we were putting our camper up in Port Austin for um, the season, and I am loving it so so much. And I don't get to get up there as much as I want to. And I just. I don't know what it is, but I love the area. I love the people. I love uh-huh. the restaurants. I love the atmosphere. And I want to spend more time up there. And, like, I feel like everything pulls me, still pulling us. Well, of course, Dave has a job. And Nicole has to work from home. Like, I feel like everything keeps pulling us me back home. And I want to, like, spend the summer up there. And it's like, the weekends are going. It's like, if I can't go up there, I'm all sad. I'm like, I can't go up there that weekend. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I love it up there. But I'm going to tell you what I did yesterday. I just said the word like like 40 times. Um, So yesterday, Dave is trying. We moved into a new campground. So there isn't the grass isn't really there yet and stuff. So Dave decided to go up and thatch it or like rake it up and put some more seed down and put the straw down and um, water it. So I went up with him and I was up there for four hours. I'm going to tell you what I did. I took the Internet from my house. Plugged it in up in the camper, turned on the TV, turned on the TV to a Netflix series and binge watch like four episodes while I dumped out a thousand piece puzzle on the camper table, had a drink and ate a pizza. And oh, and I, I didn't tell you that. And I had a piece of ice cream cakes. We had ice cream cake last weekend and it's in the freezer. It was like the best four hours. I was all by myself because... Dave didn't want me to come outside at all because the water was spraying and he was working out there. So literally besides handing him a beer, I don't think I opened up and some pizza. I don't think I opened up the door the entire four hours. It was so, I told Nicole, I'm like, I had so much fun up there. But now I have a puzzle with just, I'm really bad at puzzles all of a sudden. I have the. You're not bad at puzzles. This is really hard. I have a puzzle up there with a thousand piece puzzle on it little bit sorted. I'm still missing like four edge pieces I can't find and or else I put it together wrong and a hundred pieces done and now I'm thinking how am I gonna I'm gonna probably have to take it off the table because Arrow will be up there this weekend. There's no way I'm gonna get it done by then but it was fun working on it anyways. Yeah it's fun to have your alone time isn't it? And then I can put much and then I can put them pieces in a baggie at least so I'll know you know what I mean. Yeah. What to do, but I just had the best day up there. But that goes back to. You and Dad should go up there. I think tomorrow I might go up there. No, but you should go up there like two days during the week. But then Dad has to come home to work. Right? Yes. So I don't really know how that But Dad is, Dave is really, really, really likes it up there too. So I think he'd be willing to even get up a little bit earlier to come back home in the morning. It's just, yeah. He told me I can go up there by myself too if I want. But it just seems like I said, I feel like I always have something pulling me back home. So I don't know. I'm enjoying it anyways. Yeah. Okay. Next thing we're going to talk about. Oh, kittens. I want you to talk about Arrow getting bitten by the, the kitties. 
So my grandma has my mom, my dad's mom. Um, she lives on a farm, and they have like a bunch of cats. I don't even know a number to even say, but so much that she's thinking about having to, you know, maybe do something, uh, maybe get them spayed or something, because there's just a lot of cats. Cats grow really, really fast. I'm going to guess there's and none of them she got on her own. They are all people because she lives on a farm mm-hmm. that were dropped off there and then kittens born. And I'm going to say care she, of them. I'm going to say she has 50 plus. She's super nice to them. I mean, she takes care of them. They um, all love her when they come. She comes out. They follow her and she feeds them every day. So, yeah, she said that a lot. She gets just a lot dropped off. And I asked her, I said, did you ever, like, purposely ever have a cat? And she said just one. And that was when um, she had my cat, I guess, because Jesse was, like, allergic when he was little. And that cat gave her lots of babies. But besides that, like, she doesn't remember ever purposely and the, getting and a cat. And that was 20 some yeah. years ago. So she even just had one just get dropped off not long ago and it's super friendly. She's like, I think this was an indoor cat. Um, but she takes great care of them. So we went over there and there's like three litters of babies and they're so cute. Um, and Arrow was showing me them and we were playing with them and they were following us around and he would want to pick it up cause he'd see me pick it up. So he'd pick one up and he was going to bring it. He brought one to Mia, and then he was bringing another one to Nana. And my dad's like, no. <laughs> you know, my dad's just kind of like, but I was like, Dad. And he got halfway there, and the cat, he was holding on to the cat so hard. And it was kind of like upside down. I was like, Arrow. And it, it like latched onto him because it was scared for its life. And then he dropped it. I mean, he's very short. So the cat was totally fine. And he's like, the cat bit, like the cat bit me. He thought the scratches were bites. And so then after that, he'd play with the the big cats, but he wouldn't, he was so scared of the kittens. And the kittens are like tiny. I'm talking, they don't even weigh a half a pound. I picked, I can pick one up with my pinky. They're so yeah. little. And if one started coming, they were cute and they like to run at you. And if one was coming at him, he'd like scream and he'd like want to get on somebody's lap. And then there'd be big, like Twix weighs as much 13 as pounds. 30 kittens, I swear. Yeah. And I saw him today. He's just chasing Twix around and grabbing at Twix. But yeah, yeah, he's afraid of the kittens. So that added to his list. He's scared of three things now. He told me spiders lions and kittens like, <laughs> he's just and it's just because he thinks it bit him by like hanging on to him tight like, what's weird though is twix has like definitely clawed at him before and he's not scared of him twix is so good with having his claws in the house isn't he like yeah. he's really good and arrow's not afraid of him at all when he really could be and should be but the tiny little kitten, it's just weird. Yeah, but I also had a kitten on my shirt, and it does. It it kind of hurts a little bit. It grabs you really tight because it's scared. Yeah. And so I could feel it scratches. And you feel them in more than one spot at once. <laughs> yeah, you're right. So you're I right. think he feels like the grip, like a bite. like Because that's the second time. Because when I took him over to my sister's like two weeks yeah. ago with the kittens, he told me it bit him too. <laughs> that was a different batch. That was at someone else's house. He told me it bit him. and. I, I'm like explaining that I just had to unhook it from his shirt, but he, I think he really yeah, does it definitely that. doesn't feel good. So that's the second time yeah. it happened with a kitten. So a size to him is not important at all. Like a baby kitten is an issue. A 13 pound cat with its claws, not a problem at all. So and we, were, and we were just, and I want him to be a little bit more scared of big animals. Cause we were just in the vet's office waiting for our appointment and 
a guy came in with a huge dog and he was just going to go over and put his hands on the dog. And I was like, oh, no, you can't. I don't want him to think he could. Did you see that? He just thought he could walk up to a big dog because I have a big dog at home. Um, So he thinks that all big dogs are friendly. He relates one thing to others. So I'm trying to explain to him he just can't touch somebody else's dogs because he thinks they're all nice or he can go after any of them. Right. It is a that's a fine line to walk in parenting because you obviously don't want to make your kid afraid of everything, but you don't want them to be naive in situations that are harmful to them. So it is really hard. I find myself on Instagram. It's like the gentle parenting. I see all these things and I feel like I'm like a very in between because I know you're not supposed to use like scare tactics to get your children to like almost like behave or do what you want I'm working on that like as far as like okay I'm leaving I'll see you later like that's something you're not supposed to do so I'm working on that um because it's just so common I feel like and and I don't want my child to fear being alone or that I'm going to leave them and I guess that's what that comes down to something as simple as that so what I was getting at was with the animals like I don't want him to be afraid of animals and spiders and lions but at times it's like that's kind of what I have to say for him to realize that things can be scary. You know, like now I can say, hey, remember when that kitten, you know, bit like this can bite too. It's a bigger going to be could be a bigger bite because, yeah, you don't want him to go up to a stranger's dog and the dog attack arrow. That does happen or any animal. And we have to teach him to like ask questions like, can I pet your dog? Is yeah. you know, is your exactly. dog nice? Is you know, um, like let's see the dog. Okay, let's. Where's the owner? Oh, let's see if the dog is you know likes to be petted and things like that. Yeah, it's definitely that's kind of like the approach my cousin Chelsea takes on things. It's kind of I need to adapt a little bit into that so that way he understands and it's just like like no or which I don't just say no, but you know I don't know. It's that's very parenting these days. They say, because I talked to a woman who she raised, she has like a 16-year-old right now, and then she has a four-year-old boy. She's actually my um, esthetician, and she says how different it is raising a kid now versus when she raised her daughter, and it's, so I do know it's harder because she specifically said, and, and you even said that it's just, it's different, right? There's, there's just so many distractions, yes. Distractions I think I think it's different because there's so many distractions. There's so many different research, points of view. There, yeah. yeah, there's so many different um, opinions. People, yeah. It's, I think that like makes it a lot, lot harder. But yeah, I think mom and I and Victor and my dad, we do the best we can with Arrow, and we are just like think that he is just the most awesome kid in the world. Um, he's just so sweet. And like my mom said today, after every conversation, he'll be like, park, we're going to the park, Mia. And then he always says someone's name after who he's talking to, whether that be, you know. I love that. That's my favorite because I said, I hope he never quits being so like at the end of his sentences, like I'm going to say today it is only what noon. I bet Mm -hmm. you he has said my name over and I'm not even exaggerating 300 times in a sentence today. Like Nicole was laughing on the way to Sandusky. It's like a half an hour drive. And every, after I said it, she just like paid attention. She, I'm like, oh my gosh, every sentence. 
over and over. It's like Mia, Mia, Mia. Like he just really reinforces and say, says your name, so you know he's like and he really directly per- talking to yeah, you. He personalizes the conversations, which is cute. Like it just makes it. He gets what he wants even more because it's just so sweet. And he had, turns on his little sweet voice, Mama. It's just so cute. Oh, yeah. So we are so proud of proud of what everything that we are doing to raise him and stuff it's just it's always a learning curve i think with new obstacles so and it takes a village and everybody has different opinions so like sometimes you know we do all butt heads a little bit like on what we each think is you know like better or not really better but like the right way and so it's you know sometimes i'm sure sometimes I hold my tongue a lot, and I'm sure Nicole holds her tongue a lot, and so does Victor. And Dave's just so easygoing. Dave's the one that I got to worry about the most because he still has, he has not adapted to anything new. He still wants to do everything the same as um, he did with Nicole and Jesse. Like that's just he's ice cream anytime, any day, million times a day. Yeah, nothing. If he wants to play outside, get dirt. Like he's just literally like. Yeah, would go back to how we raised our kids exactly. And that's, you know, I'm trying to tell him things are different. You have to do things this way. And he um, he's he's has doesn't come into full term. So sometimes it'll be like Victor will walk out. I think a couple of weeks ago he walked out of the house and Nicole got a lecture in the garage and says, what was it about the ice cream, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. About my dad telling what was it telling arrow he could have ice cream or something yeah and he already had some that day so he's and and i said dave he already had some and he's like a little won't hurt him and i think victor got a little mad yeah he did because he's he's like like, i don't know why your dad would bring it up again you know it's our kid i said that and then my response was that's his grand that's his grand or arrow's his grandson he wants to spoil him he has the best intentions for him. It's just, it's just love, and don't, you know. One day, you hopefully will understand, you know, what it's like to be that grandpa. But anyways, I just, I feel like for me in my life right now, I am giving a lot of perspective to Victor. I don't know. It's just like, not in a bad way or anything. It's just I have turned to like more of the positive outlook for sure. Um, and he gets like, he gets stressed a little bit more than he used to. I don't know if it's his new, I don't think it's his new job or anything, but it's just, it's something that we're working on too, because he gets, I don't, I don't really want to go in depth on here about it, but it's just, it's different. It's something that we're learning. It's the parenting thing maybe. Um, but yeah, he'll get riled up about, you know. My dad asking if he wants ice cream a second well, time. Er, well, no, Arrow asked for ice cream and he was going right. to get it for him. Dave didn't come up with the idea to get ice cream, no, but he no. wasn't going to tell him no. But and, and I feel like I am the peacemaker, like so I have to go halfway in between each side and figure out like like figure out what is the best, you know, for Arrow or whatever. And obviously, I told Dave, I said, and this is how I feel about it. Had have arrow has arrow not have that teeth problem? Yeah, I for sure would have bet a hundred percent. Like, oh my gosh, he can have a couple bites of ice cream, you guys. Like, he should be mm-hmm. able to. But knowing that he has bad teeth, mm-hmm. I'm more on the other side. So it's not even about the sweets part of it because my kids turned out fine. Their teeth were always good. They still ate their meals. They were 
you know, right. in good shape growing up and stuff. So it isn't like that kind of thing I'm worried about, like gaining like the weight or the too much sugar for hyper, like that kind of stuff. It's literally his teeth now. So and then I've been basing yeah. a lot of decisions just with Dave. Like I'll say, please don't say, let him see anything or I'll distract him if he wants that mm-hmm. or make sure he's drinking lots of water after he, like even today we were just in the, um, and that was for two reasons. He started crying because we were in the vet for a very long time because Beyonce got a lot of, she has a lot of, what are those, abscesses. Mm-hmm. So they were like testing, pulling out um, fluid and stuff. Fluid and they're going to test them and all that. So we were in there and blood work. So it was a long appointment. So he was getting a little frustrated and the worker lady went and just got him a dumb, dumb sucker. And I was like, oh gosh, for but we don't let him have him for number one reason because we don't want him to choke. choke like that to come off because it's the perfect size ball and mm-hmm. kids like pull on them. So we, we don't allow that. We just don't. That's the number one reason even mm-hmm. before we knew his teeth were bad. We do not let him have dum-dum suckers or the little. So, but it was already too late and he had it. So I was trying to teach him to stick his tongue out and like lick it. You know, but that's another thing. Like, I would not want him to have a sucker now, even if we allowed it because of the teeth thing, because I yeah. feel like the sugar would sit on his teeth. And, you know, and he had nothing to drink in there. It's just stressful for, for me. And I'm good for what's best for my son. That's always, I don't want control. I don't care about who's right, who's wrong. I want what's best for my son. And then that's where Victor and I have to get on the same page because Victor, I think, sometimes feels like he's the parent and just wants control and it's more of what's best for arrow and i mean he's his dad he knows he wants what's best all the time um we all do but you just gotta i don't know that's what i like it's a it's a it's a dynamic for sure with yeah like you gotta weigh the pros and cons and what's best for him and i don't that's what it comes down to i don't care if it's best for me at all because what's best for me sometimes isn't what's best for arrow so i do what's best for arrow and if that's eating last or eating cold food or throwing old mac and cheese in my mouth, that's what it is. I'm not going to take the time to do what's best for me. So that's that's a huge difference. Well, I think, when you, with, and when you have children, you need to prioritize yeah, yeah. What, what's important and what needs done. And yeah, and what you can't still live the same life you had before you had children. People say you can. It's definitely different. It's it's. I mean, if you want to travel and stuff, take them with you. It's not going to be the same. But, yeah, you have to. And and I think it's a kind of a male and female thing maybe because when I talk to some people, friends or whatever, it's kind of like, yeah, the guy has a tr- trouble with his life changing more than I think the woman does. And so then, yeah, that that's kind of like common. And it is what it is. So... Yeah, and and I'm sure there, uh, you know, it goes both ways. Some oh yes, men maybe have some, no trouble, and some women yeah, have totally. trouble. Like it, it is, and and I told Nicole, I think, I think a lot mine's of it. A natural maternal instinct, though. Do you know what I mean? So, but I think a lot of it is the older, like back in our days. I think we talked about this before. Had kids so young that you grew up with them, so you knew what you like that kind of stuff. And when people are waiting until 30s to have children. They've already lived the last 10 years doing whatever they wanted. I went right from my mom's house to going to a house and having babies. So I didn't have that mm-hmm. um, time to like get build a whole myself, myself, myself. I never had. Now isn't the time I can put myself. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I waited till now, till after my kids are grown 
where I can prioritize myself. But I, I didn't get to do that either. So, I mean, that makes a difference and everybody has learning No, And curves. then I just want to say like, this is an example and it, okay. So let's say we go get ice cream and there's a kind that Arrow really likes and a kind that Victor really likes and a kind that I really like. So because I don't think that Arrow needs his own thing, ice cream or whatever, I'll just say, okay, Arrow, like, what kind do you want? I'll share it with you. And then he'll pick the kind. Or let's say, but if Victor and Arrow go, they get the kind Vic likes, whether Arrow likes it or not. So that's like just the difference. So for me, it's hard to also not get mad at Victor for that because I'm just like, I see like selfishness. And so then that comes back. I hold it in and then it comes back in our marriage. Like, I'm just like... So it's little things like that, and I don't know. I'm so like. So you feel like you're giving up your ice cream so, c- flavor, so he should give up his ice cream flavor yes. too. Is that what or you're saying? Or if he's giving up his hobbies, then he needs. If I'm giving up my sleep, not that he needs to give up his sleep, but maybe give up something else. I just feel like my life has completely changed, and Victor doesn't want his to change, and he's hanging on to it as long as he can, and it's only making things more difficult for us as like partners. So. Anyways, Victor's probably not going to be very happy I talked about any of that, but it just came up. It wasn't on the list to talk about. Um, and I think it's super relatable because new parents, it's it's a lot. And, and that's not nothing bad and it's no. not nothing bad or whatever. It's just, it's the same. It's what I told you. It's about being set in your ways. And I'm seeing it because I have more family members and actually we were hanging out with somebody who actually, it was kind of weird when she started talking about this whole thing and exact because they have little kids just had a baby too a year or two ago and it was the exact thing and I was like oh my gosh I was like you and Nicole need to actually talk because you guys have so it's it's it is common it's very very common you know and it was the same thing and she said now that the kids are getting older it's like getting better because or like little things like okay one more thing it's just really tiny like we're walking down we're going for a family walk or something we're going down a hill it's really hot and I always carry Arrow, and whenever he asks me to carry him, I 100% carry him. Um, actually, my feelings get hurt when he asks me not, like when he wants someone else to carry him. Well, we were walking down the hill, and he goes, it's so cute. He's like, um, hold me, Dada. And Vic goes, buddy, it's hot out here. Like, we all need to just walk. And then I was like, oh, my gosh, pick him up. Like, he's not going to say that to you for more than, like, a couple more years. And, you know, just, like, little things. Like, I would, I don't care if I'm sweating or whatever. I'm going to do it because I'm going to look back one day and be like, man, I wish he would just ask me to pick him up. Like, you know, it's just perspective and, and we're working on it. So. Alrighty. And then. Um, I, one more thing. Somebody asked, I was talking about this. Nicole don't even see my topics. She went on her thing, but, um, so I'm going to skip that one today. Okay. I was going to talk about in-laws. Somebody asked me if Ashley's as close to her family, like how that works. Cause Nicole, this like Nicole's nightmare too. We were talking about like monster, not like really monster in-laws, but like how, like the, somebody, I don't, you probably didn't even read it on the page. Somebody asked me about if, um, how it works like with your son like how mm-hmm. you keep that relationship with him oh yeah because you're d- automatically the monster well it, no, no they didn't say that they said <laughs> do they want to hang out more with like ashley's parents Not or is she you. close to her parents and i explained that ashley's super close to her parents and they spend a lot of time with them but it does not affect us like with me and jesse we're so so close that he will always come back to me like i'm 
he doesn't lean more towards her family at all. And she doesn't lean towards our family more at all. And I feel like that's even with Victor and Nicole. If Victor's family lived in the same town, it'd be the exact... He talks to his parents like... More than every day because I hear him constantly. He might talk to him a couple times a day, like because I don't. I'm around no, a lot. I think he only talks to them like once or twice a week. You just no, might be around. No, well, it, I must always be around. Just cause if he's talking Spanish, though, he'll talk to. It might be Marino or someone else. You know. Oh well, it seems like he talks to them a lot. Yeah, I think he talks to more than Nicole knows. I'm gonna have to ask that question. I'll let you guys. Yeah, know. you can ask him because I but, actually just um, asked him. They're very very close, and like Victor. 100% leans more towards his family where mm-hmm. Nicole leans towards her family. So it's not like even Victor comes over to our family. It's just that mm-hmm. he lives by us. So we do a million more things together. But as far as like closeness or like that kind of stuff and like the way I think you need to balance that is you just work on your own relationships with your kids and be flexible. Like I even wrote in my response that the holidays were the hardest at first and like Victor always is here, so we always have him for holidays. And planning our stuff around Ashley's was at first a little bit because she has two separate families, her dad's family and her mom's family, and then we just had ours. But now we have it all under control, and like I believe in it doesn't matter on which day exactly you do it, which Christmas is a little bit more important now because we have a baby. So And we always do get Christmas morning, and I think that you know that's always worked out, which I would do it. Regardless, even if Jesse had to be somewhere else, I would still do my Christmas morning with mm-hmm. Nicole, with their family, because they're there. But um, if we celebrate Thanksgiving on Saturday or Friday rather than Thursday so that her, she can celebrate with her family, I am all good for that. I'm still going to go have a dinner. Yeah, you are really flexible. I, I will give you that. I do not care what day. As long as I have all my family, I don't care what day it is. Yeah. I, As long as I know ahead of time so I can plan for it. And it's really nice now because Ashley's dad is not married. And a lot of times, like last Thanksgiving, he came to our Thanksgiving at Nicole's house. So then she got to spend time with her dad at the same time as us. So then she only had one other dinner to do on the other day, and that was with her mm-hmm. mom. So it, it's been working like that. And even like yeah, her for dad's fa- awesome. I like when he comes and joins her stuff. Yeah, and just for Father's Day last weekend, actually, we had a barbecue, and he came up mm-hmm. to the campground with us. So it makes it easy for her you know, which all of them are all welcome anytime, but it's, it makes it night. And like if Victor's family's around, then we all do everything together too, if they come up. So just always welcome the other, I, that's my advice is always welcome their family too to your things and be flexible about the dates yeah. that you're going to have it. And like, just, and if you don't get like that day, have something little like on, you know, I would always do something with Arrow and Nicole because I always have them. They're always well. This Thanksgiving, they're supposed to be going to Florida or to yeah, Florida. So I won't have them. You know, but always try to uh, you know make sure you you know are flexible. I think that helps a lot. You know, instead of like saying I want Christmas Day, I want Christmas Eve. You know, just say yeah, what works with you. Yeah, that's not what's important, right? It's that you're all together, like you said. So yeah. I like that point a lot. You know, so that's that's like, they, you know, so that's why it works. So you don't, mothers that have sons don't fear. That's what I think the question was. Should I fear for later on? No, don't fear. Just be ready to be open. Be ready. And I don't think that their ready. wife can, I don't ever want to take Victor like away from his family or anyone shouldn't want that because what good is that? What you've got to think about, and like, 
why I'm so close to my family and lean towards them and Jesse leans and Ashley leans towards hers and Victor leans towards his is because in anything, they're the ones that are there for you no matter what, right? No matter what. Nobody wants to divorce or split up or, I mean, traumatic things happen, whatever. Your family is just like your parents, they are there for you. And so I think we just kind of all feel that. Well, I And you don't want to take away your one support system that's guaranteed and and like my my mother-in-law is like amazing she's never even i've never even had uh in all these years like one little tiff tiff or nothing she's just she has a lot of kids so she's got herself busy but she is a um but i love that dave now that he's like home you know a lot more than you know he still works but it's just an ugly i love their phone conversations they share they talk all the time and i just love Mm -hmm. when i can hear from the background like them just talking and like he'll be like he'll call her because he always talks on speaker he'll be like what's up mother how's the weather today and i just love it it's just like so nice but like Unless I have something to, I visit with her every time I see her and hang out. But unless I have something like I'm inviting her to her specific question, I don't call his mom. But I call my mom every day, and mm-hmm. I talk to my mom. And Dave don't call my mom. Do you know what I? Right. So, but but Dave loves my mom, and Dave would hang out with my mom. So even this many years later, Dave leans to his family, and I still lean to my family. So I think that, you know, it's never one or like the being other. taken away. Like I've never pulled Dave to my family. And he's never pulled mm-hmm. me, tried to pull me off to his. We both just equally, you know, do, you know, of course you have brothers and sisters you're closer to on each side. So he might be closer to, which I know he is to my one sister than he is to like a lot of his, but that's just because we hang out with them and we have relationships, but it's, we've never that's pulled. That's when family turns, family relationships turn into friendships. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's friendships and family all be, all together. Even yes. if you weren't family, you'd still be hanging out all the time. Because we'd be friends. Yes. 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 So, so that, yeah, yeah you, that's, the that's when you invite, you just have a friend group, but that one family member gets invited to your friend group because you're just really close with them and yeah. you consider them like the friends you actually do other things with. So I just, I do think it's important, you know, that everybody just keeps their own roots with their own family at all times too. And mm-hmm. I've never, ever tried to pull Victor into our family and I would never do that. And I've never tried to pull Ashley, you know, you know, just to, no, but you to treat them as, you treat as my them kids. as equals. Yeah. yeah. I treat them totally like you guys, but I'm saying I don't ever want to take yeah. away from no, anything wants, and yeah. I've never. And the only thing that that's, so Ashley's has it better with that because your family's near. Vic's family is not near. So that's the only difference. If not, then it would be the exact same dynamic. I think that you and dad have with your parents. And actually, I think if Victor's family lived this close because Victor's family are very like welcoming too. I bet you 90% of our holidays, we would would just all do at the same spot. There wouldn't be two separate ones. I don't think because Victor's family always welcomes us to anything. I mean, Mm -hmm. they want us to come to Puerto Rico and stay. They, they are very, very like, let the more the merrier and that's how I am too mm-hmm. so I don't even think there would be like I get Christmas day they'd be like well I'll Everyone do Christmas, Christmas day yeah. yeah there won't be no Thanksgiving let's just do it together like totally. let's just so they would never ever even have we would separate. never just have separate holidays ha- if we lived in the no, same I agree area with, I agree with that 100% don't you think oh yeah because I mean it's just the way we are we're just and we all like to play games we can take turns with the kids like you know what I mean? Like, yeah, 
for sure. And then she can make her dishes. We'd make our dishes. And we'd just feast. Yeah. No, that would be nice. No, I'm just saying that's, I know that's how, can't you just totally picture that? Oh, yeah. Because they wouldn't say, well, I'm going to my, Victor would not say, I'm going to my parents for dinner at three and then I'm coming up tomorrow to your dinner. He would say, let's just all have dinner. Yeah. So that's how it would definitely be. But anyways, I still had a few topics we didn't touch up on that we'll do next time because we're... Because Arrow and Tiff are sweating it out at the park right now and all they look like they're having a lot of fun. And and it's noon and I'm about ready. We I'm now hungry. we got Now we got to take Tiffany to lunch. Um and we will talk okay. soon. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Bye.